Heaven's Worst comes down to earth in this raunchy 2010 comedy from Guy. This is anime at large, and I'm going to be read for introductions around the circle here. We have. I'm Justin. Go ahead. I'm Tom. Ed. Nicole. And today's show is Panty and Stocking. It revolves around the exploits of the anti-anarchy sisters, Panty and Stocking, angels who were kicked out of heaven due to their bad behavior. They were sent to Dayton City, a place on the border between heaven and hell, which is besieged by evil spirits referred to as ghosts. The sisters take refuge under the care of Reverend Garter Belt. Under his watchful eyes, the sisters are tasked with using their abilities to transform their lingerie into weapons and using them to destroy malicious ghosts. By doing so, the sisters earn heaven coins with which they intend to one day buy their way back into heaven. However, Penny and Stocking are constantly sidetracked by their respective interests in men and sugary sweets. The plot yeah, this... of the show. I, I've avoided watching this show for, I do believe, ten years now. Yeah. I only got through two episodes. There's a oh. reason for that. Well, uh, so my avoidance of shows comes from the fact that a lot of show hype is too high when they come out. And it ruins my everyone giving their perspective at the time. Like, oh, the show's so good. Oh, the show's so bad. But I was just like, okay, well, we're going to take this, put this on the shelf for 10 years. And I'm going to come back to it later. And basically, I, I think the show is harmless. I think this is premium Gynex. And it's also an homage to older style 90s cartoons. Uh, I made the analogy before of how it is the Beavis and Butthead of anime. Um, also, there's, there's like all across the board there, there are a number of episodes like animated, directed by different directors all over. And... I, I'm surprised at the humor. It, it's very good. Uh, I, I enjoyed the heck out of it. That's it's, some humor, by the way. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because, like, compared to, like, the, I say, like, a typical Japanese anime comedy, it's far more westernized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the sense how they approach a topic. Because usually... Character anime characters being foul mouthed consistently isn't something that's I consider typical for like the comedic anime genre. Well, from what I understand, like um, the English dub is far more foul than the Japanese. You there, huh? yeah, to degree, I would agree with that. I think there's well, also... an art behind the dub for that reason. Yeah, yeah. It also helps the dub, though, stand out really well from just being a dub. So, something I would like to compare this anime to is another anime, very much in the same vein, but, you know, there are slight differences. I would compare this anime to Excel uh, in terms of the dynamic and the role of the main characters, be it angels going to kill ghosts or, you know... Excel doing the will of Lord Palonzo. 
I feel where everything failed in a large aspect with Excel Saga, this show did better. But, but Justin, Excel Saga had different type of humor. I understand, and that doesn't mean the humor was good. And But they were still trying to do the same dynamic in terms of, like, extreme, over-the-top humor and kind of, like, like vulgarity to an extent. And, it, yeah, it's a 90s anime versus a 2010 anime. But it's that crazy variety show episode of random events transpiring that really have no connection to each other. And really the story for Panny and Stocking didn't even come into fruition till the last three episodes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no I agree. But, but like, with Excel Saga, what was the story? No one will ever know. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> See, like, you didn't really watch Excel Saga for the story. Yeah, and you didn't really watch Panty and Stocking for the story. I really didn't. <laughs> no, that's, that, oh, I was that, invested. That, that's another comparison. I was invested in the humor because I was able to digest these episodes. We, like Reed, we're talking before the show about he shouldn't have binge watched another anime that later on, but you can probably binge watch Panty and Stocking it being only 13 episodes and you get a continuous enjoyment out of it. I remember the first time I saw this, it was at a Kettering's anime club where we just binge watch a whole season in a night and I'm enjoying Panny and stocking on the first uh, go around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you got people. I, that's why it's like a group setting kind of show. That's true. Uh, I, I don't, I guess I guess that's a subjective opinion in terms of how you experience anime. I find being in groups, I find it more difficult to enjoy anime because there's distractions and people making comments it, and stuff. It, it depends on the group you're with. Yeah, especially because like when I'm, I've had some stuff where like it's just like um I invited a couple people over and like we were watching like that's how I watched Violet Evergarden for example. Yeah, that went over really well and like a. Since, you know, like my apartment has like sort of theatrical sort of like seating kind of thing. Yeah. With only just like five people, it's nice and like tight. When you get all those like distant groups in a large room and they're all like, you know, six seat- seats apart, it gets kind of weird and... Cough via night cough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is no longer actually via night. It's let's watch random OVAs. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that you got to... Bust out! You gotta bust out the cream of the crop eventually. We gotta get back to our roots. <laughs> okay, um, for all of our listeners, just for some context, we do some, play some very shitty porn games together. Oh, oh dude, they are not shitty. They are, they are, they are, they are like the top shelf when you're looking for this. Except for that one game, that one was atrocious. But we played stuff like Space Pirate Sarah. And just so many great games. <laughs> I'm glad there's that one VN that actually stuck with you. <laughs> Dude! Pi Day, and you found the joke for Pi Day, and like, we you, we were all there, Reed and me and Ed and friend, we were all there, and we were like, really, Ed? Really? <laughs> what came to the head of that game was the fact that how much we just blew through the text. 
and you still yeah, are yeah. able like, to complete the puzzles. That's because no one plays those games for the text. Oh, 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 we do because oh, when we, we do we the totally voice, do. voice, yeah, the voice acting is very important to us. Um, anyways, getting back on topic. Um, <laughs> really, tell me. More. I guess I, I guess I don't know. I, I I feel like the anime generally wasn't harmless, and it was it was very enjoyable, long, and. It, like I said, I'm a Reed and Ed can contest. I'm a very big like go, like Gynex fan, and this was kind of like their last hurrah of generally having fun with what they were doing. Well, they all left for Trigger after this. Well, a lot of them left for Trigger. The ones who remained decided to ruin everything. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I, I enjoyed it. I, I would give a solid eight to ten, but that's because I'm a Gynex fanboy. I would give it. Maybe I'm just more like forgiving. I'm probably willing to get it higher just because, like, I personally enjoy this show a lot because far too much anime, in my opinion, tries to just be as realistic as possible. Sort of like the. Um, everyone wants to look like your name. Oh, they yeah. want to look like photorealistic, where at some point, anime forgot how to be a cartoon. In the sense of like actually like be animated, and you don't have to like stick to the like semi-realism. Yeah, me, um, like, it's like, I don't think that's the main concern with the show, in my opinion. It's not the main concern for you. It's just gave us a positive note. Was oh, that PSG yeah. was willing to be loose and wild with the idea, and the whole like medium. You know, another anime I would compare this to is Shinchan. Just in terms of what Reed just said, and also the humor. And also, both series have amazing dubs, so. I still think good um, at U of M Anime Club. It's similar humor, but I can go through Shinchan a lot easier than Panty and Stocking for some reason. Well, I, 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 I'd agree with that, but, like, I'm just saying they're kind of trying to do, like, the same, like, vulgarity, like... Oh, sure. But a man, unless you have a peen, you know, it's, it's, it's all the it's, same jokes. It's, it's like butt humor. Yeah, yeah, it's butt humor. Right. Or fart humor, yeah, fart humor. And I think what made this one least work for me is that PSG has a degree of, like... without being too much because I feel like in comedy that's really easy to just be like so zany and I and I, I don't know I guess it's just like okay and maybe this is like a broader comparison when I think of like other like comedy games like Lucky Star and Japanese comedy stand up that they're well known for where PSG wasn't really that that much. It was very, very blue in, in terms of like the humor that it was conveying, and the jokes remained consistent with what had been established in this episode. Yeah. Where as a 
where that's more style variety. And, and you have a straight character there to be baffled by the amazement. Yeah. Where, like, everyone PSG is on a certain level that baffling. So, like, no one's really playing a... No one is solely just a straight person in this. Yeah. They are all varying levels of cheesy. I feel like the closest you get to, like, a straight man is Ganderbell. Yeah, Garderbell, yeah. Garderbell, yeah. Garderbell, yeah. yeah. And Tom, Ganderbelt's a good name. I am the barbarian Ganderbelt. Um, you should change your name. Actually, it's more of a dwarf warrior name. <laughs> to so many pouches, so many flasks, so many belts. Look, we can talk about pouches, and I will immediately start talking about this. <laughs> okay, well, let's let's get back to topic yeah. before. We... Yeah, well, that's a deep hole for us to die. I just did not like the show. Um. So, Not like, my humor. so, like, Nicole, like, clarify, like, tell me why. Oh, I just want to know. The first half of episode one was just the grossest part of Dogma extended. <laughs> the the toilet. Uh, in Dogma, it was the Golgotha. Well. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Like, like it, it didn't pull its punches in, in what it was going to establish as the show was, was going to be about, you know? Oh, no. Oh, no, yeah, it didn't. I, I have no problem with people enjoying that humor. But me? No. If I would have watched it in 2010 when I was in my early 20s, I might have liked it. But being in my early 30s, it's just not that funny anymore. Fair enough. I also found it very predictable. <laughs> like, the last part I watched was when they were supposed to be, have their movie release, and Penny's like, I've been in a movie before, and I'm like, she's gonna pull out a porn. She was in a porn. Yeah. Yeah. Completely obvious. Yep. I mean, especially considering <laughs> Penny's character is all she revolves around. Well, she's lust, and stocking is gluttony. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. don't know. It, it's just like... I guess in context... Uh, I don't know. I, it, I was never offended by this show. Like, there's a number of anime... Just, it's not funny to me. Did you oh, like yeah. anything about the show? I like the bright colors. <laughs> yeah, there is color television these days. Well, like that. Well, okay, okay. That, that's the good. That's a good transition. Um, the production of this anime, in terms of like animation style and stuff, I would say stood with the best at the time. Because there's a lot of really fun dynamic shots in terms of the action, especially in like the last two episodes, but. The simplistic art style leans itself to easier, like more dynamic shots. I, I think that's really good. It also I helps really with the punchlines. Like they were just yeah. trying to bring in the children who loved Powerpuff Girls into a more adult show. Yeah, see, I used to believe that too, and then I actually watched the show, and I I don't see it. <laughs> see, in terms of design, 
I was never thinking about Powerpuff Girls. I was actually thinking more about like when I first watched it was um there was a show called High Eye Puffy on Yumi show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Hi-Hi the main Puffy. two from remind me so much like in terms of like the slight goth like yeah, look yeah. that that's what like I initially thought that of when I first art style. Yeah. The very like late two thousands, early twenty tens. Yeah. Um, speaking about the art style, though, I actually really liked um. Specifically, there'd be shots whenever a monster would explode that would just be done in claymation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With an actual just live firework. Yeah, that's really fun. Um, I know it's just like a jukatsu, but yeah, yeah. I always like that touch. Well, yeah. that's the thing. Like the show, all through its entire run was homages to like different forms of Japanese media, cartoons, and it was really good. Like some some episodes, I want to know who did the episode, the art style for the episode about the guy who worked at like the oh, oh yeah, who had like the sales number. Yeah, yeah, or something. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've seen his style before, and that's really neat. Like when they come near the end of the episode, like still in that typical yeah. PSG art style into that one. And, like, that clash is, like, really neat. Yeah, and it's funny because, like, you see Panty and Stocking standing there as, like, this art style, and you're like, wow, they really stand out. Yeah. That's the one thing I really like about this show is, like, they have so many different art styles. Yeah. Like, each episode will be pretty consistent, but, like, between episodes, the art style might be drastically different. Also, um, speaking of, like, characters, I actually really like, like the two other villains, um, Scanty and Isox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the equivalents of yeah. Because even, they're even really fun in the subversion, too. Since, like, how, um, I think it's, like, Scanty pronounces rules. With, like, this rolling R is... A rules. Yeah, like, rules. Rules. It's way better than it should be. Yeah. Um... But I actually liked them as, like, sort of, like, almost, like, Looney Tune level, like, villains. Like, as far as to say, like, they don't even just stick with, like, Japanese media, because, like, the whole zombie episode is, like, just a riff on, on, uh, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Or Night of the Living Dead. And even, like, some shots in particular. Also, there's, um... There's uh uh um from dusk till dawn references in that episode, which is super fun. Like when uh Gardabelt has like the shotgun with like the stick through it. Like the priest in from Dust Till Dawn, he does the exact same thing to use it at the cross to ward off the vampires. Huh. Yeah, yeah. And like it, it's funny because also the um <laughs> the uh, jackhammer dildo is another riff from another weapon from that movie where a person like had like a uh, similar device but they put a stake in it and they like use it on the vampires to like kill them okay I, I've it, never actually seen it so like I don't know much very, about it very good very good film um but yeah yeah there's there's like little bits all over the show of just like fun riffs like i could go into the transformers episode and how utterly hilarious that oh, is there's one thing i do want to say when you earlier mentioned about them sort of simple art style like neat like action sequences yeah there's always one that stood out to me is when skinny knee socks first show up at the school 
there's that scene where um they both drive like the two Hummers at each other. Oh yeah, yeah like yeah. down the classroom and like the camera pans is like the window warps from the, the collision is probably one of like favorite sequences. Yeah, like, I, as, I'd agree. As like absolutely zany as it is, it it did like a CG touch without being like stupidly overbearing. Yeah, and I don't know. I just appreciate this show. Yeah, I, I do too, and I don't think it was. I think it was just generally just a fun time, and especially going from like where Gynex was even a couple years ago, like doing the most serious animes in the world. It's like they had break. Yeah, they they had they needed it really bad, and I feel like this was a good good step because I think um what year did Fully Cooly come out? Fully Cooly was like two thousand. Three. I know it was like right after Turn of the Millennium. Hold on. Well, I'm gonna take a look. But um, it. I don't. I can see it has similarities with PSG, but I wouldn't. Not really from narrative structure, but I guess from like a free form kind of art structure. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It was two thousand to two thousand one. I'm, okay. I'm wondering like what they had done previous because like that's the thing. Like Gynex is kind of like oh they do this one big thing at the point, but like other small lost the haze of other anime. Uh, and that's, I mean, that's just the nature of the industry. Yeah, yeah. You you get your hits, and then all your small titles sort of pay out your bottom line until you get your next big hit. Yeah. I it's probably even, shouldn't say it's it. even worse nowadays. Oh yeah. Well, now since we fully embrace the light novel model as like the way to make anime. Oh, that will be a fun conversation to have one day. <laughs> we can have it now if we really want. I'm well, fully prepared to like trash that. Oh, I am too. Oh, <laughs> and, but and, we need to stick on topic and somewhat defend that one as well because I think there's like the current production model. There's benefits and there are negatives, but I mean we get to. In the end, the biggest negative is the saturation of isekai and how it's literally like strangling the industry. <laughs> okay, a bit of a jump, but we'll we'll come back to that another time. A bit of a jump, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so, Tom, what did you like about this? As our book club continues. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I mostly like the. Uh the art style and like Gynix is really well known I think for like having good art and action shots and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so, their action choreography is very good. Um yeah, I also uh <clears throat> the thing that really sold me was just like the how much like care and stuff like the English dub voice acting put into they put into it. I'd agree. Do you do you think it's easier to do a dub? If like the names and everything are just naturally in English, or like not heavy Romanji names or whatever. Well, I would say it really depends on the time, because like in 2010, like that was kind of like the push forward for larger companies, like uh, simul dubbing to almost like oh yeah, the week start, later. Yeah, start start to push out that like style. 
And I feel like this show was right on the cusp of where they would generally take a large amount of time to produce a dub, and they took that little extra bit of care to, like, really give proper deliveries and stuff. Okay. Where like so, nowadays, well, where nowadays people are just struggling to continue to uh, make deadlines, and you can see it in some of the shows. I, I guess I'm just saying this. I have to imagine this is the, almost an easier English dub to produce because you don't have. I you don't have to change. I don't have to imagine you have to change the script too heavily because it's not really like rooted in like, oh, here are things the translators have to do because like it's certain aspects of Japanese culture you either have to, like, explain or, like, adapt. I mean, I also think it was quite obvious it was more designed for a Western audience in mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rather than a, a traditional, like, just Japanese audience that might work well in the West. That's fair. I, I actually, I've always been sort of curious, though, about the opposite situation where our shows come over there and they dub them into Japan and, like, how that works because um like recently with one group i've been during this wonderful quarantine i've been watching um some western cartoons and i found out there's italian openings and like japanese openings that i've been listening to those <laughs> and i i almost want to know like what does japan think about like their dubs of foreign shows yeah, no, it, it'd be very interesting to find out. Um, so something that may have like really made a big influence because, like, you know, Toonami was very big. Yeah, towards, towards the late '90s, early 2000s. But really, I would say like the show, like Toonami, hit its real stride when it like did the Adult Swim Toonami block, where like Cowboy Bebop and like a lot of these like Western style shows were really hitting their super stride in terms of popularity. And maybe they saw this and they're like, maybe we should, maybe it was the case where they were trying to struggle what to do with their next project. And they're like, well, maybe if we cater something more towards the Western, maybe we could get better results. And from what I remember, this show was incredibly popular when it came out. Um, PSG specifically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I do remember for like Funimation, I think it was a pretty big title in 2010. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outside of like, I think Dude, SAO you go to any convention. <laughs> Dude, like, freaking go to any convention, you see, like, panty and stocking cosplayers. Uh, oh, I know. I, I cosplayed as stocking in the past. Oh. Well, now. That was, like, eight <laughs> years ago. <laughs> nice. Is there any documented proof of this? Oh, yeah, there is. It's called my DVR'd account, and I should get it off. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, you, you, no, 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 no. You see, what you need to do is you need to get it off there and put it on your Facebook. <laughs> Actually, put it on my Instagram or something. Yeah. Do it, dude. You can't have shame w Honestly, with your. Instagram oh no, I I, I don't yeah, I don't have shame anymore. That's the thing. I, oh, I I know I know. It's just like ever since like the zone tan really constantly like all my shame just went down the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing, hundred percent, gold star. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, what else did people like or maybe dislike about the show in general? Nicole. <laughs> Oh, you heard. I just find it gross. Cool. It's not uh, funny to me. It's pretty Ed, black what, and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very polarizing. Um, what about you, Ed? What What did you like and what did you dislike that maybe we haven't talked about yet? Honestly, the points brought up are my thoughts as well. 
I'm more with Nicole, honestly. It's not really my type of humor. Yeah. I feel Shin Chan and Excel Saga did a lot better. It's not. Panty and Stocking really went to the extreme. And I know that's what they're trying to do with it. And I respect them for that, but. I'm not into that extreme humor. I, I like dipping into the toes of that humor, but not to that extent. Um, I do appreciate the artistic style that Gainax used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty ingenious, in my opinion. Um, and I think that's, like, the biggest aspect of what I like about it, but... And the dub is done well, considering the material being used. Yeah. But the the plot and then how each episode kind of rolls and uses that humor that's where i'm kind of like not really in the same boat as you guys yeah, yeah. I, I i understand like 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 i also know the show was very polarizing at the time when it came out i didn't watch for obviously different reasons but i'm happy that i did i finally got around to it um uh tom what what did you like and what could you possibly dislike about this show um, so, like, what I liked is, like, as I think Ed was saying, um, like, the art style, the the dubbing was good. <clears throat> um, some of the, uh, especially, like, the one with, like, the Nicole said, uh, the first one in the nose-picking-up booger episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some episodes I found more di- gross and disgusting rather than... Um, there were other episodes, like the Transformers episode, I found I thought was hilarious, but like more of the time when it was either like, uh, like it wasn't just gross humor. I I thought the show was at its best rather than uh, we're going for the vulgar um, toilet humor episodes. Yeah. What about you, Reed? If you could criticize something about the show, what? Would- the ending? <laughs> oh, do you mean post? Do you mean post credits? Yeah, you, no post credits. That's canon to me. You can't take that back. It's the, the problem is that nothing came came of it, and you and we're never gonna get a season two. I know. I know it's. I know the rumor mill's been alive for years, and like, <laughs> guy and guy Nix has been statement saying, "Oh, we treat this IP properly, and we're gonna come back to it somehow and do something at justice." That hasn't yeah. come to fruition for ten years, so I don't know. Nice I mean, meme uh, there, uh, Gynex. <laughs> doesn't Gynex keep producing like trailers, like hinting at season two? Not even like trailers. They did like they just said like, oh, here's some crossover events. Like, well, we're gonna set up a cafe that has like PSG related like shit. It's it's not really like a project, and they haven't. We don't know what's gonna happen. People, even when I was looking up this to sh- see the um, episode list today before we started t- talking, one of the first results was PSG Season 2 2020. Is it true? <laughs> and it's like, no. Yeah, probably no. not. It's been the same fucking video for the last 10 That's years. The thing. <laughs> if, you, if, you're, if you're like like knowledgeable of the anime industry and like the state of certain studios, you know that Gynex isn't an anime studio. It, it is a shell of its former self. Yeah, it's a shell yeah. of its former self. Oh, completely. Itself. Like I, I know, like to be honest, be honest, like the way that they handled fully coolly in terms of like selling 
the property rights off to other studios. I kind of wish a larger studio would pick up Panny and Stocking and do something with it. I, I feel like if another... It probably wouldn't be the same. I know. I feel like Trigger would need to pick up um, Panny and Stocking to have a good season two. You know what? You know what, Tom? My god, you figured it out. Let's get Trigger in on this so they can ruin it. Yeah! <laughs> wow. He's got the same guys who left Gynex and went to Trigger. To they're, go they're gonna turn Panny into a flying spaceship the size of a dildo. Or, you know, the shape of a dildo. No, no, that's no, just the way it's gonna look. No, that works, that works. You yeah, say that does. now, but when you see that on the screen, you're gonna be like, ah, I was wrong. <laughs> I, I would say I, I would probably be wrong. It's I just see like nothing wrong with that. Just Gynex, like just trigger, like I just don't know, dude. Like I feel like they would try too hard. Um, in terms of like making it like almost like extending the story in terms of making it like make sense. But I think the strength of the show always lied in the fact that nothing in the show made sense. The problem with trigger. At least in terms of like you know from when they started in like what 2011 first yeah yeah I series think 2013 yeah is other than Little Witch Academia which I'm gonna push that one to the side because it's a, a different we're gonna yeah. put that on the good shelf <laughs> um the rest <laughs> and God it's hard to talk about it's like they wanted to hit the heights of like TTGL again yeah but they want to hit it like every time and they didn't really figure out how take a breath during their shows yeah and i feel like with um what, what was the show i was just making fun of um you're probably complaining about darling in the yeah, frame and, the the and i feel like they tried to take breaths in that show but at the same time when they took that breath <laughs> they they i hate using this word but they end up like you know screwing over the main character in terms of his relationships well i i think the first the half of that the first like oh, eighteen yeah. episodes of that show, they actually did know to take a breath, and things were building up well. Yeah. The problem is, is like you got to like the last five, and then it's like they just forgot and go, oh no, we were supposed to be at the levels of TTGL six episodes ago, and we need to get there now. Yeah, they're, they're just standing there. They're like, hey, so you want ex uh, a plot dump episode that's poorly <laughs> developed? <laughs> in the moment when the doctor started. Just giving the whole backstory episode, I'm like, oh no, please don't. <laughs> I've seen this before. You you were going so honestly, honestly, wrong. You know, um until then. I'm trying to think of the name of the studio. Um not Trigger, but um They did um they did uh, uh Afro Samurai. Oh, uh, I'm not Bones. Yeah, no Bones. Bones. Was that Bones? Okay. Yeah, it was Bones. Um and I would say Bones could do a really good job with this show. B Bones also knows they don't have to have a bombastic ending to have an ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like Trigger only knows how to have endings that are like... The, like One of the main characters turns into a spaceship! And, and I know I sh shelved Lilich Academia to the side, but even that one... Now, that one's a little bit different because I actually liked the sort of zaniness at the end. Because like the last... The opening shot, the final episode of that series, is the IBM missile taking off. Yeah, yeah. it's like, it's like, oh god, we started this show as about a girl wanting to go learn magic at fucking Hogwarts, and now there's an IBM taking off. <laughs> and, but that one kind of works for other reasons. But 
Well, that you're was... a weeb now, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that was my problem with, like, Darling the Franks. It's like, they felt like they had to be... It's like, oh, it needs to be identifiable as a trigger show, so let's, like, make sure you fit that mold by the end. And just to let some of our view, uh, listeners understand, um, Trigger is a spin-off studio that left Gynex, and that they do a lot of things very Gynexian. And it, we're like, if if why don't they take it? And clearly there's very different thoughts going through the group in terms of... It, you also understand that um, Trigger truly is, like, formed by many of the former employees of Gynex. Yeah. Same artists and a lot of the same animators who... We will probably panty and stocking, and that's why they left. <laughs> uh, no, there were there were many other problems. Yeah, there. Between Gynex's fall from grace is a complicated history, and there's a lot of different from Gynex failing to pay people to issues of studio car. And like, well, like also just like outsourcing and starting new divisions of the company to hide money. Oh yeah, and one of their like one of their top people or something I thought got like hit. Yeah, there was tax evasion or something. Yeah, tax yeah. evasion. It's like it's it's a complicated story, and there's a, a very lot mess. And I can understand why people just wanted to to just get out at that yeah. point. Sometimes, sometimes that's what you have to do because, like, just you have to consider your career going forward. Being oh, yeah. being that, like, we're talking about Gynex here. That's like a studio that's produced legendary anime mm-hmm. across the board. Like, you would want back in like the early late two nineties to early two thousands, you wanted to work for Gynex. Oh, yeah, it. You could then go anywhere else you probably want, and they have to just yeah. Take you. It's like you do a successful guy next, you might as well just open the door to any other studio. Nowadays, that's kind of that's nowadays. More, there's so many good studio. Oh yeah, nowadays if you work Kyoto or Bones or Feel, you yeah. can just go anywhere you want. Or um, uh, UFO Table, you know. Oh yeah, UFO Tables is also another like high up. So kind of going um, back to the topic. No, sorry. Well, yeah. yeah, we were kind of still a little bit on topic. There's a spinoff, but um, right. I would say the one thing I could criticize the show about is I wish the story of the show showed up sooner than the last two episodes. The story? There, there's a exactly. story. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there, there's inherently a plot towards the end because obviously they had to end it somehow. But yeah. I would have liked to see it like maybe four episodes towards the end and just like little bits, little little nudges. Better foreshadowing to get Yeah, that. better foreshadowing. Yeah. Right. Because the, for the most part, all of it was episodic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, certainly. And it was like t- 10 minute episodes at that. It was like halves. Yeah. Right. So it was basically like SpongeBob or like a Nickelodeon show in the 2000s. Yeah. Well, some cartoons in the West actually did genuinely get good endings, so. <laughs> so, and, uh, so but, yeah. I, I guess what's the final thoughts here? Um, I wish there was a second season. Uh, the post-credit scene is not canon to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's post-credit tomfoolery. Um, the good show, eight to ten, would probably watch again with friends. Read. Um, so this is where I say, I actually have a soft 
spot for the show in many ways that I won't go into because that'd be a whole conversation by itself. But the artwork is fun. It's easy. It's loose. It's fast. And the show kind of, it's not going to be for everyone. It is very much a, you're going to have to sort of be into crude humor. But it's always left a big impression on me in my life. So, like, it's a show I keep close. And, um. How close? <sighs> close enough. Let's go with that. <laughs> Keeps it, it close to the chest. Like, I will tell you, it is like the show that did get me in the cosplay, so it is a special one. Okay. Well, good then. Um, but more importantly than that, if you want to watch a comedy that's not beholden to the typical trappings of what a Japanese anime would be, like say if you tried to watch Lucky Star or something in that past and you found it a little bit dry, you'll probably find this a bit more refreshing than how like in your face it may be. Yeah. That's about it. I would give it four back. And the baggy candy, in the words of Tim Heidecker. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I I thought it was a decent show. Um, I really liked the art style. Um, the dubbing I thought was a lot um, more fun to watch than the sub, because uh, I did about half and half. Um, but the the humor was kind of really hit or miss the episodes that weren't just directly potty humor were a lot more entertaining for me than just like the episode or yeah um that's fair okay i was gonna say like if you like that kind of comedy i definitely recommend it um but if you don't like that comedy, um, you like Nick, <clears throat> you probably shouldn't. You wouldn't find any too much value in it as a comedy. Okay, Ed, what do you think? Uh, my thoughts are exactly like Tom. Honestly, if you're into pretty uh, extreme or, <laughs> in this case, small vulgar humor um, or language, then you definitely like this show. But if you're not really a fan of that type, then I would stay away from it as much as possible. Um, in my in my case, it, like I said before, it, the art is great, the dubbing was great, um, really was the humor on me, and then the the plot. But that's me. Um, so I I would recommend it for people again into that type of humor. If not, stay away and. I don't really regret watching it, but it it's not something I would go and watch again. Nicole? I will not regret not finishing it. <laughs> so you're saying Reed has not convinced you? I, I, you know, I'm not trying to convince people. I'm just trying to inform you. I, I, know. Well, I, I know. Maybe if that supposed storyline came in before the last three episodes yeah, yeah i could have gotten into it i was gonna try to watch more but it didn't work out i mean when the first episode is all about like poop ghosts um yeah it can be it can be i think it, the first episode was almost like a deterrent like <laughs> you're either gonna like this anime or you're not <laughs> It's either sit closer. I watched the first two, which was more like four, 
and to me it was predictable and the humor wasn't hitting because it's not what I like. Well, like, um, that's kind of a strength of the show because it was like you could digest it in like 15 minutes. Because like each, each uh, like separate story was just 15 minutes. They did two per episode. So. Yeah. But I just didn't find them funny. I understand. Yeah. And to me, there was nothing endearing about the characters that made me invested in their story. Okay. Understandable. Okay. So what are you guys watching then? Um, I'm not really watching anything right now. Uh, I've, as these people know, I've been doing a move and really I've been focusing on other projects. Um, however, I did finish playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. Very good, very good game. Hands down. If you are a fan of the series, I highly recommend. Okay. Read. Um, personally, I, I watched, um, Sorry, I'm trying to actually remember what I've actually watched because, like, it's, I feel like I've seen a lot. Um, first, I started watching a bit of Midnight Gospel, which is an interesting animation, but also, if you thought PSG was like crass, this is like a whole different level of oh, out man. there. I rewatched the first season of Balls Masters so I can watch Balls Masters too, <laughs> which. If it sounds stupid and crude, PSG is like a six, or that's like a twelve. Man, that's someone went up to the creator of Super Jail and they're like, "Oh, do you want like um, instead of making Super Jail, do you want to make a sports anime?" And he went, "Hell yes!" Interesting. And, and no one yeah. held him back. Huh. Everything got hit. It's so dumb. Hmm. There, there's no moral to the story as much as the small character who's a small like Dragon Ball Z protagonist wants there to be. Interesting. And that's about it. Okay, Tom? Um, so while I was watching Panty and Stocking, I was finishing up Your Lie in April, which was a weird tone differential between the two. You don't say. <laughs> I enjoyed one much more than the other. I wonder which one. <laughs> um, but uh, other than that, I'm just trying to like do my finals for uh, my for college classes. So I'm not really, I haven't really watched too much anime, and um, I'm trying to. And I've been playing Persona Five Royal. Um, oh god, down the hole again. You gotta play it. <laughs> um. <laughs> I think the next anime I'm going to start watching um, after uh, finals are over next week is probably uh, Sakura Trick, maybe? Sakura Trick? That's, that's, that's yeah, I bought it at Yomicon uh, last year. Oh, the, the one about like the physics-defying lesbians who go over a windowsill. Yes. That's, that's the only thing I remember of it, to be honest. Interesting. <laughs> it is pretty so defining. Sounds like my kind of show. <laughs> So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Wait, you haven't seen it, Reed? Um, no, I have actually not seen it. I only just edited it for you so other people laugh at it. <laughs> ah, okay. So you, all you've seen of it is the uh, the, sh the portions that you put on for um, yeah. convention? I, I, I may have been playing the rest of the thing at like four times speed and never actually watched it in a <laughs> literal sense. Interesting. Well, 
you should go and watch it. So Nicole, if you want, I have the Blu-ray. We can watch it together, Reed, when it quarantine's over. You know, I may take you up on that potentially. Nice. I've watched. I've only watched stuff with you, and recently it was only Snow White with the red hair. Oh, that's good. She's cute. A little frustrating at times, since it's just like get on with it. <laughs> they get on with it a lot quicker than other shows. <sighs> At least from a romance standpoint. Yeah, I think that was it. Okay. Um, right. So for me, it was, yeah, again, Snow White with the red hair, which is pretty good. Um, finished up uh, Blaze Blue... Uh, alter memory just because I played the fighting game and said, Oh, there's a show. How was Hot it? Damn. Um It's it's good if you like the fighting game and it gives you more of the plot I believe on the first game. Um and the fighting style and animation's pretty good, but uh, again the storyline is not anything spectacular. But it has it has good fight scenes, so... <laughs> That's good. Um, well, I'd... it's a fighting game. I, I'd hope it would. You know, I, I'm from the age of 90s where, like, Street Fighter animes were all the rage, but the fight scenes were off. <laughs> I know HBO, that. HBO, take me back! I did finish Space Patrol Luluco. Ooh, that's a fun one. Uh, yes, it was. <laughs> And, um... What is that weird show you're watching right now that makes me think of Pokemon? Uh, that's Nadia, Secret of the Blue Water, from 1989. That is a... See? Gynex, by the way. By, by Gynex, yeah, we go full <laughs> circle back to Gynex. Like, very good series. I wouldn't say it's one of their best, because the story kind of drags its ass. Halfway through, it totally does. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's just island time. Fantastic. Yeah. Six years later. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. I still just think that red-haired girl that sh randomly showed up with those two guys is oh, Jesse. No, no, no. They are straight up Pokemon. Team Rock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. Especially when their hot air balloon like pops and it's like, Team Rocket. Blast it off again. <laughs> yep, pretty much. But yeah, All right. So well um, then. That's about it. Thank you for tuning in to Anime at Large. This has been the most interesting round table water jug discussion of panty and stocking with Garbo. Sometimes with Brief. So and, and we'll see you next time. And always with Chunk. <laughs> always with Chunk. <laughs> I demand it's called Ganderbelt. It's not Ganderbelt. <laughs> the legendary Ganderbelt will continue in the next episode. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.